Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Headspace Podcast, episode 161. I am your host, Chris Chrome, and today I'm reviewing part two of King Iso's new album, World War Me. I've already done part one. It's in the description down below. It's already been out. It was really cool. The first couple of tracks are from tracks one to tracks uh, eleven. I already given some grades on them. They're from one to five. They're really they're they're on five actually. They're really really dope. I think y'all should check it out. I've already kind of broken down where I've um, known King Iso from and kind of my connection with him and uh, where I've been with that. So I'm not gonna really do that now. Uh, thank you to the Patreons. Thank you so much. As Milky Damsey, Lindo Williams, Chris Prado, DJ Black Hurricane, Scribble, and Jonathan Barnes. Thank you so much for everything they do for us. I'll touch upon that at the end of the video. With that, I'm just going to jump right into it because we do have about 11, 12 more tracks left. I'll get to that near the end. And uh, so, yeah, I am your host, Chris Chrome. Welcome back to part two of this week's Headspace podcast, episode 161, part two, King Iso's World War Me. We are moving on to track 12, which is called War Zone. Police lights the only shot on us. Clips loaded and we grinding, bruh. So if you asking why I'm rocking blood, diamonds on my neck while I'm walking through this war zone. Walking through this war zone. War zone. Big bank, let me spend a check and I got it out the war zone. Chopper's on deck, what you expect? I'm a product of this war zone. In the mirrors, everybody biggest threat, cause inside you was a war zone. War zone. The world is dark, that's why you see me shining for Mars is So starting off part two's review, we got Warzone, and honestly, this was such a really cool song, just the way the beat came in, and the way that it was just so melodic, and it had this feel to it of like a Warzone-y feel, like just death, disparity, and pain in the instrumental itself. It had eerie feels, it was keeping up with that same type of theme and energy that we've been getting from a lot of the tracks on part one. Uh, now, what struck me as really just kind of outstanding at first was this song sounded very poppy, and I f and I say that like popular uh, radio feel had a lot of like not that grimy uh, horrorcore ish uh, darker rapping aggressiveness. It was more just like radio ish feel, and I I, I guess it's cool because I like seeing King Iso being able to uh, show diversity in his talent and his skill, and being able to show that. You know he doesn't just fuck with one type of sound it's really cool that he moves on to other things that he that he tries out different uh he tries out or experiments with different types of uh feels or genres which was dope this does have that hip-hoppy rappy feel to it because he does flow through the verses nicely and we'll just kind of get into that so first it starts off with an intro i did it from the trenches real shit yeah so you kind of get this like all right we're kind of back to feeling um you know about what he's gone through a little bit of some of his experiences in his life which was cool we got the bridge blood diamonds on my neck while i'm walking through this war zone big bank on me spend a check then i got it out the war zone choppers on deck what you expect i'm a product of this war zone in the mirrors everybody's biggest threat because inside you is a war zone now <clears throat> i like what he's saying there uh the idea that not only is it is is it his atmosphere that is a war zone that there's violence and there's like pain stricken in, in surrounding him and looking uh, out into the society that may be around him it's like there's a lot of just death and, and pain but also he's I, I love how he's still connecting that with the war zone in his head still keeping that again that military feel which is really true to him and his background um, keeping that 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 idea of battling the 
um, schizophrenia, the the demons, the voices in his head, which I thought was really cool as well. Sets up a nice narrative for the song. I think it was it did well. And then we get the hook. The world is dark. That's why you see me shining. So I like that type of determination. That type of uh, you know, he's he's not going to give up. You see me working here because I know how dark the world is and I want to be different. So that was cool. Uh, I don't look like what I've been through, baby. I'm out here surviving. You got to keep on fighting. This wars of ours is timeless, which is interesting because I like how he's capturing the idea of his own war, his own personal triumph that he has to that he has to succeed into. So that was cool. Uh, I like how he's kind of going like, I don't look like what I've been through. So he's trying to like this idea of branding an image. He tries to change it and make it seem as if like there's just a different aspect to it. So that was cool. Then we get into the first verse. A rock conflict, ice like glaciers that melt in Antarctica. I don't believe in global warning, man. man I've ever, I've even heard the devil say it's a, is hot as fuck. Uh, okay whatever beat a heated discussion but a heated discussion on media doesn't get hot enough but the market is to sell us to sell us all a new hell that's inside of us now go run that product up and i like how he's kind of talking here about a little bit of the industry and kind of what we like to see on media i think he's addressing that you know we like to see dark pain and we like to see negative things on social media instead of a lot of positive things and that's what sells a lot of this uh hateful speech and this like hateful bullshit actually is what sells and that's why he's saying now go run that product up but it's a fake it's a false product so that was cool um i like when he kind of flows through uh they place us in dark situations we too busy sparking up and chasing the slime like the deadliest like the deadliest designer drug see now you know how they fund their operation i'm doing the same here the doctors come I'm sick of all kinds of plugs on them they beat our purpose popping quick like chop like these choppers does and i like how he's kind of building this idea of like yo we were forced into these situations and we're chasing a lot of these successes and these fames and these thrills to be able to succeed and, and and get further in life just as if it was a designer drug in terms of like chemicals that were made in a lab or something like that so that was really really cool he's really kind of touching on certain things that may be affecting life that may be affecting society which i did enjoy from king iso on that and the verse pretty much follows through i like how he kind of ends it and align with broken promises that don't fix a bambuna because internal problems that can't solve for us internal affairs ain't monogamous police lights they only shine on us clip clips loaded and we're grinding bro so if you're asking why i'm rocking blood diamonds on my neck while i'm walking through this war zone and he ties it up and kind of saying like we have been targeted we have been looked at and oppressed in different ways um as black people and not only that but just people in these sectors people who just are unfortunate and have a little bit less than others or a lot less than others and he's really trying to paint this picture that we have to look at the, the the broader scheme of things and really trying to change so we don't get a lot of these um like a lot of these types of mentalities anymore which was cool uh then we get the bridge the hook does the same thing kind of reinforces that idea of uh being in a war zone carrying these dog tags carrying these memories these these feelings and these thoughts and this weight on your shoulders of all this like negativity that's happening so that was cool then we then we jump into verse two uh which for me it kind of follows the same thing there wasn't much to really talk about it it, it really just does 
kind of match up similar to the first verse. I did like how he uh, he goes, um, everybody got a chopper. All I've ever seen is K's like Calvin Klein. I had sex with an alibi. Fuck excuses. These people don't buy you time. War with the physical. Now remind me, remind I'm Dr. Jekyll. Y'all just about to hide. I like how he's playing on this like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde reference. How he's saying that everyone else is about to hide because he's playing Mr. Jekyll. He's the one who's causing destruction and he's coming for it, whether it be the game, the bars, or actually in real life. I like how he's just really going at it. Now, I think uh, the KKK, the, the K's are for the KKK, uh, or maybe like AK's as well, which is really interesting. I wouldn't know. Let me know in the comments below. But I just like how he's he's flowing with it, and the way that he, the, the, the type of rhyming and the metaphor, not the metaphors, but just the imagery that he's building here is really, really cool. Um, if money was the root of evil, I don't want none, homie, not a dime, cut a line down Superman's chest and tell Clark Kent, fuck a dollar sign, knowledge is shot like Columbine. Now, I like how he addresses the Superman line in regards to, like, Superman's got an S on his chest, but the, the S could also be represented as a dollar sign, as in Mr. Money and being successful and being, you know, rich and having all that, and I like that idea that he's, he's killing this hero, um over the idea of money just because he's got an s on his chest which a lot of people would look at it as a different representation but i kind of looked at it as like no i see what you're doing there it's like we could look at the s as something different if we just add the lines and some of us our brains just kind of look at that because we're kind of conditioned a little bit to wait to look at that so that i really liked um i kind of liked how he he went um uh knowledge is shot like columbine like just the idea of how we're not trying to seek out proper knowledge we're all just trying to chase like whatever is the new thing or whatever is like the new information that's coming so that was really interesting to me i did enjoy that now the columbine line wasn't so like oh outlandish but it does suit it does fit suit well in his um like in his scary type of like reaching out there type verses so that was really cool and overall, I mean, the song just kind of flows right through. We get another bridge, a hook, a hook, and then we get an outro. Uh, shit, I ain't at war with you, homies. Y'all at war with me. I don't go to war with homies. Homies go to war with me, and I'm at war with myself. And I like how he's addressing that, like, he's got more things to take care of than to deal with other people. He's really just trying to deal with himself, which I thought was cool. I like how he's addressing that there's there's people out there that are starting a war, but they're like, it's out of hate, jealousy, envy, and it's not really with him. And I like how he's kind of saying that throughout this whole song as well. Now, overall, I did give this song a 4.2. I thought it was really, really cool. A nice way to start off part two. Now, again, this is also sort of like sort of kind of halfway through the album for listening to it as a full project. And I like what we got here. The last couple of tracks on the project, just to kind of connect it all together to give you kind of like a refresh content context of where I'm at. The last couple of tracks on the project seemed really cool. I kind of had an issue with Taliban's because I liked the song, but at the end of the day, it's one of those like, I'm King Iso and I can rap and I can rap on any type of beat and this is like a mainstream type trappy beat and anyway, whatever, go check part one if you want to hear that. But the point is, coming off of those tracks and coming on back to this one was really cool. It was a nice smooth trans transition back into the mind of King Iso of like this suffering and this struggle. So I did think it did a great job. The production on the music is really great. Seems to be getting a little bit better now, uh, just in terms of like the content and just the sounds of what were, are being used sound a bit better in regards to what we are getting. So I did appreciate that more as well. So like I said, I leave that at a 4.2. 
uh, and the next track is AWOL. Everybody wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips because I got them more mute and I don't wanna hear the foolishness. I'm leaving and I'm going day Cause every time I think I'm ahead, I keep running into So this was actually pretty cool. Uh, the way he uh, uses the term AWOL, uh, I think it's like away on uh, away without leave or something like that. Like he just kind of leave of absence. Like I think of, I think it, it still connects pertaining to the military mind when you kind of run AWOL from a mission or whatnot. He's just going on his own. So I like how he's staying uh consistent with that narrative but the idea of this song goes even deeper than that i think there's an aspect of anxiety that's being displayed here where he just disappears and it's really just an idea of him disappearing and going into his brain and and into his mind and trying to deal with uh whatever pain and whatever demons and voices he hears inside which i thought was really really cool now uh i like how I like how uh, it starts off in an intro, sloth mind is a mind coming from being a hero but not having one. Interesting. I like how he's in, he's kind of breaking down this idea of him being a hero but he has no one to look up to so it's really slow, like his mind is slow to kind of catch up on certain things that he should be uh, mature to, I think a little bit. You deal with so much hate, you just want to do shit, just want to give up, you feel what happens when, uh, you feel what happens when, when I need to fall. I think this, like, interpolation is not true. It sounds more like who's going to be there when he needs to fall, which I completely understand. I, I feel like there's more of this, like, betrayal, neglect, rejection, outcasting feel to this song, and especially in his voice. So that was interesting. Uh, I like how he goes, frequencies that we can't see lo uh, low enough to kill us all. Soldiers calling, but I fall in, can't reach me at all. I think I'm going a wall, and the chorus comes in. But I like how he's using frequencies in terms of, again, uh, military, radios, uh, the different types of frequencies in terms of trying to stay connected with people and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Uh, chorus, AWOL, because every th every time I think I'm headed, I keep running into AWOL, which I thought was cool. I'll be rhyme that. Simple rhyme, but it's still just the impact of knowing what the word AWOL means and being on your own and then, you know, leaving the mission and you're trying to be by yourself and then, you know, you hit a wall and you come to a conclusion or whatever that is. Fuck the fighting, I'm better off dead. So you feel he's like suicidal. Looking at me, I'll be uh, looking for me, I'll be AWOL. More just reinforcing that idea of being on his own. Now, I like how he starts off, uh, I ain't read what's online nowadays. T too dead to give live nowadays. Huge bed in my couch, I'll stay gun to my head before I'm about to face a new edge in which I knew I knew take a few steps uh, and I dive down wait I soon slept from my wind down from my wind down phase wind down phase into death before I shall wake and I like how he's saying there first off the way he's rhyming all that was really cool just the way he slurs certain certain words and certain letters to rhyme with different words was really really cool I thought that was really tight um, also I like how he's giving off this like Again, more of this storytelling imagery of just you can picture him sitting on that couch and just really kind of sinking in and losing his mind, feeling manic and feeling so dark and depressed. That was something that I really, um, you know, kind of connected with there. Uh, I like this like Eminem feel to it. It's kind of got this. Um, it's kind of got this. Uh, I like this 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 Eminem sort of background to it. 
uh, just the instrumental has that sound to it. So I thought that was cool. Um, I also like he does a shout out to Eminem on the song from Dr. Dre, uh, What You Know About Dre. When he goes messed up, how the crowd changed. It was all love before the strange soundstage. Days one fans, day one fans love gone. Now hate and everything I upload, they gone down play. But nowadays everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips because I got on, I got them on mute and I don't want to hear their foolishness. I'm leaving and I'm gone. Now I like how he's a, he does that little shout out to Eminem, which was really cool. Shout out to Dr. Dre, which was really cool. Um, but I like how he's addressing, again, these these day one fans who follow these artists, who follow rappers, and they're not really true and loyal to the rappers. Um, I know that there's some rappers that I consider myself to be like, yeah, I'm a day one. And then, you know, I'm like not on there. Like I haven't heard their last couple of albums. <clears throat> I guess it's my due diligence or my duty or my obligation as like a loyal fan to be going and following these artists. But at the same time, there's also just my own personal opinion. There's a lot of music, dude like that comes out and if you are just a hip-hop head and you're somebody who just enjoys music in general there's a lot of music that's coming out either way i still thought it was pretty cool bar i thought it was dope now the verse the chorus comes back in still emphasizing that idea of being a well you do kind of get this detachment through the verse which i thought was really cool how he presents that and plays on that it did show a lot of again more of that struggle more of that pain and i thought that was really cool um in verse two I like how he starts it off. I told the nurse I feel dead but alive. <clears throat> that emptiness side and that emptiness feeling inside of you. And that's what I really need a parrot that's what I really needed paradox for. I tried to be more like Martin A. King, no no ear to fix the wicker the wick terror bombs or when the Dumas see you try to be positive and laugh like the fuck you've been Farrakhan for. I like how he's using the he kinda shouts out Martin Luther King, shouts out Louis Farrakhan. I like how he's just, and it also goes, continues, oh wait, that, that show supporting, do you die in front of everything, do you, uh, oh wait, the show supporting, do you die in front of everything you built, like the Marathon Store, shout out to Nipsey Hustle as well, kind of still showing that he's still up to date, he knows what's going on, he's, he's, he's bringing up these, these things of like, why are we building certain things when we're just gonna die, and like, people are out to get us, he also kind of brings up TMZ, now they want to hashtag TMZ, I'm about to ash this bud while I'm promoting BNB, no air, uh, don't really want to see him breathe, it shocks me like an EMP, the peeps indeed want you to blow first like TNT on television networks or TMZ, uh, or on that net, those subject, uh, su subject, subjugate BMT, I don't know what that means, but I like how he's kind of like, rhyming all these letters together and these acronyms which was really really cool he does another one a little bit lower where he goes we don't need oprah oprah to see that we in free that we win free i'm a hero like batman you'll for uh your fordo look a lot like wayne's when you choose to be indie i like how he does the oprah win free line that was really cool and it just kind of really flows through but overall this whole song just really <sighs> I mean, the first verse did a really nice job at at um, presenting this thing of AWOL and feeling like on his own. The second verse gets very kind of mixed around and distorted between these ideas of how he's like playing trickery with the words and the rhymes and the and how he's just kind of jumping through a lot of, of the syllables. So 
that's something that kind of took me back a little bit but i still thought that the production and everything on the song was really great it was really catchy and it was just so vibrant it was a high mark i gave this a 4.7 to be clear there's nothing wrong with it just even the way the second verse was presented was so smooth on point he flips up the flow he shows different types of diversity in his talent which i give him super much credit for it's just i think that the messaging a little bit i almost thought this was going to be a five on five if the messaging was just a little bit more accurate to what i think he was trying to say I, again i don't think there's a lot of punchlines and a lot of rhyme schemes in here that i'm like oh shit these are dope like oh left hook right hook and it's not like they're disses or sneak disses or, or shots fired it's just they're really cool and intricately coded on how he did it but i'm just like i feel like you may have missed the message maybe as i as well but it's still i gave this track a 4.7 on 5 now and with that let's move on to the next track the next one is dog tags now it's at this point uh that i started to realize that we had an entire shift change in this in the the songs that we're going to be getting from the album and i'm really really liking it i like how it's more personal it doesn't seem superficial a little bit i'm not saying that the songs in the first part were really superficial or nothing like that just a little bit was more like i'm the best rapper this is kind of what we're dealing with yes we got songs about his first body we got songs about dealing with the war zone and stuff but a lot of it just really sounded a lot of like intensity this has really got some messaging behind it this has really got some maturity behind it again i'm not saying that the first part wasn't mature it's just when i really listen to it you can clearly see a difference between the first part of the album and this part clearly even after like not even making two parts for reviewing it literally just <clears throat> as i listened to the album over and over again i was off on friday so i had a lot of uh had a lot of time to really sit down with this project it it, it you could clearly tell there was a, ch a shift and there was a change in this which was really cool it kind of felt like different personalities anyway I'll break more of that down as we get through uh, part two but dog tags is really cool uh inevitably this song is just is about really uh king iso breaking down how he feels about lo losing a lot of his friends a lot of his loved ones the people uh you know that he's lost in in the areas in the hoods the projects the ghettos where he's from and it's just really nice and it still has this poppy feel to it this softer uh feel to it and i thought it was just really cool uh, you know, it starts off in the intro, light what light one for all the fallen ones, ISO, yeah. And it just starts off. I feel like DMX where my dog's at. I like that. That shout out to DMX where my dog's at was a good song. Neck is hella heavy from wearing all these dog tags. On this lonely road, I'm headed down this dark path, searching for the light. I got a blunt rolled, I'm a spark dad. So you see that he's kind of bringing up and setting this context where like he doesn't have any more friends anymore. Maybe because one, they've all left him, two, they betrayed him, three, they're all dead. So 
there's a lot to like uh, there's a lot of weight that's being carried already in the chorus that i thought was really really cool and i did enjoy that uh also searching for the light i got a blunt rolled i'm i'm a spark that i like how he's trying to say like he's looking for something to help him cope and he's smoking weed to do that now <clears throat> i'm not saying i like it or condone it but i do like how he's just being really honest with that so that was something really cool um, and then we get into the verses. Now, the song itself isn't that long. Uh, it's actually really, it's not like really short. It's really dope. I just don't actually have much to say of it because it's kind of really just straightforward. There is cool parts about the song that I'm like, oh shit, this stuck out. Like on verse one, he goes, I got all these fucking voices in my head while I'm searching for my own, but it's gone. I can't solve that won't leave a soldier left behind, but I'm dying. Whoa, I'm such a hypocrite. Won't save my own ass. And I like how he's kind of saying and addressing that, like, <clears throat> he's got this type of loyalty to people and he's got this type of soldier mentality engraved in him that he won't leave a soldier behind, but he's too busy doing that or he's too, you know, maybe blinded by doing that, that he's forgetting to do it himself or he's a bit hypocritical because he won't do it for himself and that was something that really stood out to me the rest of the verse verse one is kind of short to be fair um i mean just to i guess start it off i'm a prisoner of war in these in the and these bars have locked me in these thought patterns that i've that's why i've gone mad do not call it post-traumatic how's it going past me if it's occurring life is blurry have i gone back i like how he's kind of saying like post-traumatic and it's supposed to be after you're supposed to be dealing with this pain but it's like it's not it's currently happening now i guess that's cool and then the rest that i quoted it's dope it, it does follow this like loneliness and this this emptiness and this feeling of having stuff taken away from you so that was something that was really cool um i like I like how he starts off verse two. Um, I'm a dark man. Call me Earl Simmons. Feeling X'd out like wor like my world's ending. Call my ex now like our girlfriends is setting records now like the world Guinness. Because I made it through the war. I'm faded because I'm torn. I'm sipping Guinness getting whirlwinded. What the heck's worse? PTSD. I took my sweatshirt and hurled in it. I feel like all of my fucking dogs are dead. I got a sick car with worms in it. And I like how he's, again, more of this creativity, this this imagery, this presenting these, these, these scenarios that really just kind of break down what he's going through. I like how you're kind of seeing him that he's trying to escape with alcoholism and he's just puking on himself. He's just like puking in his shirts and it's really just kind of taking over him and you can feel the darkness in his voice, the way he's spitting it. It's, it's not as fast and rapid pace, so there is a lot of like slow to it, so which that is super cool because it does show you that He's not always sporadic and he's not always jumping around and oh my god, but da 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 da. He's like also sometimes down on the dumps and really in his own brain. So that was awesome. I did enjoy that. Um, the rest of it really flows through. I like how he's just addressing the idea of dealing with death and 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 losing friends and not being able to see them again and just how how he puts up with it. And I can see how a lot of people may relate to this. Uh, it seems like just a lot of um, I don't want to say average things because it's not average, but it does seem like a lot of just things that people may turn to in terms of smoking, drugs, uh, you know, just maybe going into depression or stuff like that. So I did think that this song was really, really cool. I did appreciate it. Uh, I did leave it with a 4.5. I don't actually have much to say. Like I said, again, it's just it's one of the uh, I feel like it's one of the weaker songs, but it's also one of the songs that I guess has to be part of the album. Um 
in terms of just the world war idea and 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 what could affect king iso for himself so i do see that and i do appreciate that so 4.5 on five the next track is to me it seems my bm has i know that that's your mama that sentence i'll just leave it that i feel like i'm in hell son do i deserve to be like that or maybe i can rise like a phoenix son stephen nash because this court is different there's no bar for me to pass my time with you is split but listen that ain't even have this pain that i feel it's This song is really well done. Really, really well made. I like how King Iso is in like being very introspective with this idea with his son. Uh, I like how he's kind of asking very many questions to himself, to his son, in, in response to like himself like a very man-to-man conversation but also father to son which i thought was really cool this this is a very good song this was produced very well um yeah it it's it's kind of mind-blowing it's not a tearjerker because there's, there's a lot it, it's not a tearjerker because i think that it, it it's supposed to be kind of raw in regards to who king iso is or displays to be but just from coming off of what we've been getting from king iso this is great um now this song really kind of breaks down this idea of being a father and the struggles of being a dad and and dealing with the with the your your the mother of the child the mother of your child dealing with the pressures and the growing of <clears throat> sorry guys the pressures and the growing of being a father and it's really cool this is something that i think people can really look up to and and listen and to kind of find some sort of wisdom or some sort of relatability as well like i also found certain things that helped me in this song just to be a little personal i found certain things in this song where for me i was just like like I can kind of understand my father a little bit better and I'm not saying that you know this is like a full interpretation of who my dad is but this is something that was really cool uh, I like how he starts off the intro you know I never met my father growing up and I was introduced to sex young I mean being molested and shit like that so I so like I've always been an angry lustful being and I'm still dealing with mistakes that I've made to this day but I'm working and I like how now this isn't the first time on the project that he's admitted to being molested uh but he quickly admits it i think on the first part that i reviewed uh but i didn't really touch on that because it was kind of just like a throw-in like i felt like it was a throw-in line there may have been some type of like punch pow oh my god it's supposed to be there but everything else on that track just seemed more interesting to talk about this song though the way he sets it up is really kind of supposed to show you that diving into his brain on i'm like just hear it from his side for a moment and that was something that i liked um i like how he's being honest on trying to work and get better at what he's doing he's trying to just 
be a better person. So that was something that I did enjoy. And we just kind of get into verse one. And I like how he starts off just such such smoothness and, and melodicness just as much as the beat is. And the synchronization of both him and the beat were really, really tight. I thought that was really impressive. So verse one, it took two to make you, but listen, that ain't that ain't even half. Depend depend on me to raise you. I do with what the weakest. I do it with the weakest back. My strength will not forsake you. For your sake, I must lead a path. At times, I felt unable. I come to stand. I understand. I needed that. Now I like how he's talking to his son, uh, setting, giving you this idea that he's talking to his son as a father. But I feel like also as a friend, as a mentor, as, as, as just an adult, as a person, just laying it down on the table, the truth of how he truly feels, which I thought was great. Um, I like how he comes to understand that he needed that, that he needed his son to kind of make him realize he needed to change. He needed to be better. So that was cool. Uh, I tracked the streets for uh, I tracked I tracked the streets of fatherhood. They put me on and beat me and beat me bad. I rep this game proudly. I like how he's just admitting to how difficult it could be to be a father, how difficult it could be to just raise a family and have to deal with that. And the fact that he's proud of it was just so cool. It's just you can hear him say like I rep this game proudly. Like you can hear it in his voice, man. <clears throat> uh. I just have stuff stuck in my throat. I'm not like infected or anything. Um, I thought it was super dope. I thought it was really cool. I like how he goes, the doctor knows I'm king, not mad. My speech is to inspire you until I die and free at last. But now I'm on this trap. To me, it seems me being as I know that's your mama. That, that sit inside, just leave it that. That sit inside, just leave it that. I feel like I'm in hell, son. Do I deserve to be like that? Now, that was really interesting. I kind of feel like he's giving this con this context that like his baby mama or the mother of his child is not really giving him the easiest time to see his son, um, not really giving him the easiest time to kind of be that father he wants to be to his kid. But at the same time, I like how he's asking his son, like, do I deserve this? Do you think this is right? But at the same time, also kind of asking himself. I feel like he's trying to look at his son as well as looking at himself as a kid, which is so like introspective and there's so much to this that's connected. I thought this was really great. So much to take away from this. It was super dope. And I like how he kind of ends it off with like, but listening to the, but listening that even half of it, that the, this pain that I feel, it's ironic. I feel weakened. Dad is losing all his strength. And then you said, see you this weekend, dad. And I like how the kid says, see you this weekend. And you kind of feel this, whoa, like, oh shit positive like hey that that voice and it gives you that like energy and that that want to continue and moving forward and just that strength which was great the chorus comes in and you can really feel his like honesty in the chorus and just the way that he explains just kind of how he feels with a lot of how he deals with certain shit so because nobody taught me how to be a man yeah yeah my father did all that he my stepfather did all that he can yeah yeah and, and ain't seen my dad before for you it's different plan yeah yeah to be as present as the gift of life at hand because i'm hurting i'm bleeding i feel weak until the weekend so i like how he's addressing that like until he sees his kid he doesn't feel anything he feels so empty he feels so disconnected he's just he's just so like wants to he, he just wants to be there and, and 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 just be there for his kid which i thought was really really crazy um, I like how in verse two, he goes joint custody. We think we have wiped my tears with my forearm. You probably think you've seen me dab, but you're my biggest drug once 
one actually that I need to have without you. I really relapse, son. I know I may seem detached just to know your dad is working. And that's something I can relate to because my dad did work a lot as a kid. Um, he was always on business trips. He wasn't really around much. I love my father and I know he loves me. And to this day, I've got my father's back and he, and I know he's got my back, but there is a part of me that can still, that's still learning how to deal with. He wasn't really around, although he was around, like it's not one of those situations where my dad just was never around. He was around. He was there for birthdays and stuff. So I'm not like that unlucky. I'm not going to try to paint that narrative. But my father at certain times in my life felt very disconnected to me. Felt very um, as if, you know, my feelings or, or how I looked at things didn't matter. Uh, it was really just business oriented and money, money, money and problem solving. And it wasn't really time to teach and educate uh, as well as I guess I needed to be taught and educated. So, um, you know, tit for tat, give for take. So that's something I did relevate just to be a little bit more personal on this, which again, there's a lot to this that I really, really enjoyed. And he just becomes more just honest about like, your mother has you more than me and that's lucky for she to have different like a sorority i don't know what that means but i feel like he's saying that you know you're i think he's trying to say that like he's having a lot of women with him so that's like a sorority and your mother's not so it's more responsible and he understands that he's immature i don't know but this is kind of what the song is layered with about and it flows through really nicely then we get the chorus again which is pretty dope and then what kind of is interesting is that the beat kind of starts to die out get really quiet really smooth and then boom he comes back with this third verse and he just comes in with son i had to bring it back like when you get like when you go get a refund or receipt attached this life you can't reenact my thumb is on this note i forever will be attacked okay the note tack i get that they poke in my finger jack this bag this bag can't aim me where my singer's at i don't I don't really know where he's saying so far that mean that I bleed for that. I need space for these bars. Let me drink and don't keep attached. Still got love for your mama when she'd be mad. Maybe we just did things too fast. We're speeding towards an uneven path and like and like sleeping. Indeed, we crashed. ZZZ's how we swerving in and we just dashed. Now, I like what he's saying here. Being honest about the relationship. That's cool. But like... What else are you saying here? And the verse kind of flows through again. Um, to treat it, I like how he goes, to treat it, that where my evil ass, but every time I love, they cheated back. So when I think of love, I think of that. I just do it to cope like a fiend with crack. I don't know how to love him in how to love even me, in fact. But when I look at you, I don't seem so bad. So I like how he's still full circling this and kind of connecting it back to, I love my son. My son is everything to me. And like, you know, he's given me that energy and that will to continue moving on, which was really, really cool. The song overall, I gave this a 4.3 on 5. I thought it was cool. I guess I just got lost in the second verse a little bit. I was just like, uh, I don't really know what you're going. There's some parts that I was like, yes, this works with the song. This is something I want to hear. It works well with the beat. Other parts, I just felt like it was just bars, which was cool. But still, 4.3 on 5. The next track, which is track 16. We're almost there, guys. Don't even worry is apparent absence. I never found so they can play star day around to weather now. Unless they saw broken people around them, so their mirror are broken mirrors soon as where they're headed. Wow. Like a chopper, I'll attempt to cover hella ground. Daycare and rent cost the same. Check it out. So while you're training for a new job, your baby is around people with no home training. Let me stress it now. If one in five girls and one in 20 boys get assaulted sexually in America, that's hella wild. Not to mention if you do the math, that means that there is somebody potentially 
So, on top of being, like, really creepy with, like, the instrumental, the beat, the piano in the background, the kids' vocals that are in this song and everything, this song is fucking great. The The idea of it, the, the knowledge, the wisdom, I, I'm going to be careful because I almost highlighted the entire fucking track. This song is amazing. The overall aspect of this song, before I go into it, is basically this idea of... We have to watch out for our kids. We need to pay attention to more attention to what is going on in our society and what our kids are dealing with. He brings up topics of like pedophilia. He brings up topics of like, you know, molestation. He brings up topics of just being neglected and rejection, which I'm definitely going to get through in it. But I think this is a really good song for everybody to listen to just to have more of this conversation about like dealing with our children um i say that not having kids but i do think that having more conversations with kids about what's going on and being just a parent in their life the song is also about parents not being around so much um and and not being part of their kids life as much as they should be which i also think is really bad i think that we should have more of an emphasis on being a parent in your kid's life and and helping your kid move forward and grow through a lot of the struggles that life as we all know it is going to throw bullshit things at you so with that let's just kind of hit on to this track so he dedicates the song to the kids which is really cool but let's getting into it for verse one this song will get the people talking so everybody quiet please settle down it's a parent like mom and dad that this song like Pac needs to get around i like how he's addressing Pac. i like how he's already bringing up the mom and dad he's just getting started uh, now think about now think about ghetto child think about a ghetto child whose mom and dad are never found so they get placed all day around to whoever now and let's say it's all broken people around them so their mirror a broken mirror soon is where they're headed wow already you're getting this idea of like the kid is not really with the parents who may already be broken or this that and the next thing but at least it's the proper parents of that kid and this idea that you're also giving the kid to other people who may be even more broken or more uh in some fucked up states that are teaching your kid things that's that's something we have to watch out for that's something we have to pay more attention to uh, like a chopper i'll attempt to cover hella ground so he's gonna try to cover a lot of stuff right so here's where it gets interesting daycare and rent cost the same check it out so while you're training for your do your door job your baby is around people with no home training let me stress it now so that's like he doesn't even trust daycare people because they're not really trained with actual home training i can't speak on any educational workers or daycare workers or not like that the only thing i'm gonna say is is that i see a lot of like homeschool daycares or homeschool like people running daycares out of their house and i'm just kind of like mm. i don't know i don't really have an opinion i can't say anything but it's just there's the, like we really have to be careful on who you bring your kids to especially if they don't have the same morals or the same ideas or the same type of things that you do you really got to check all situations um your uh if one is, so this is where shit gets even more hectic if one in five if one in five girls or one in 20 boys get assaulted sexually in america that's hella wild not to mention if you do the math it means there is somebody potentially around them that's that gets aroused and due to the strict nature that a parent has if something happens to them they'll be scared to go and tell them how which is oh my god addressing the idea of you know 
there's always going to be somebody around your kid who might actually be a sexual predator like that. And because kids are so scared of the strictness that the parents are bringing on to them on to do better, not to talk about certain things, just the paranoia. Again, this is not all parents. This isn't, this isn't, I, I don't know if this is like a parent for 2020. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. There's so many things like some people I know talk to their parents about these things. Some people I know don't. Some people, you know, all it, it, it really just varies on who you are. And I don't want to touch upon that. But the idea is really people are scared to open up and come forth with a lot of these problems that they deal with. And I think that there needs to be more discussions, more open-minded, less judgmental discussions about this this is a really great song i am so passionate about this song i'm so glad that this song made it to the album and this is something that i think everybody should listen to especially from king iso it's just something if you really want to know what king iso can bring to the table this is something i really think shows a lot of what he can do especially like just this project so far because it's just packed with a lot of energy and a lot of just you know different knowledge wisdom and just flows and tighten anyway um, I like how, and sorry for that tangent, but I just really like how he's bringing up this idea that people are scared to talk to their parents and that's causing a lot of problems because there's things happening that maybe other people know their kids won't talk about and that's some fucked up shit. And like, again, the, 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 the verse follows through. I don't want to, I don't want to cover all of verse one, but the verse follows through and, and really like tightens down and really emphasizes on this idea that like we really got to just pay attention to our kids when they're dealing with uh even being withdrawn suicide suicide is where it led them wild is the uh, wild is the picture starting to develop now now picture every family deep dark secrets that everyone fakes to forget about and picture how the family reunions have to feel with your anxiety while you're faking hella smiles like just this is real shit that real people actually deal with like Imagine your uncle is somebody who touched you as a kid and then he died and now you're forced to go to the funeral But you're dealing with this and you have to fake a smile or a sadness, but you don't really give a fuck and all this stuff fake Story I'm making this up. This has nothing to do with me I'm not I'm just I'm just just close your eyes and imagine it make up whatever fucking story you want But this is what the level of connection he's building here, which was great Then we get into the bridge so many are hurt and take no action the type of hurt that many don't come back from. So please be aware because you can tell what happens to all of our kids within a parent's absence. So again, more of that idea of we really got to pay attention to our kids. We got to stay open. We got to stay. There's a lot of cat hair in here. I know I'm like really, ugh, really like burging my nose, but there's a lot of cat hair in here. You haven't seen the cat yet, but he, like, she moves around. So um, yeah, I apologize. Whew. Anyway, so... So many are hurt and take no action. The type of hurt that may do, uh, that many don't come back from. So please be aware because you can't tell what happens. Tell our kids within a parent's absence. And these kids say, where's my mommy and where's my daddy? And the babies say, where's my mommy and where's my daddy? Now it's really crazy because when the kids are saying it, you're really getting this impactful feeling. You're just like, holy shit. Like, you're really touched. I was touched and I was just like, this is some really loud shit. Now we even get into the second verse, which I'm just going to run through. Uh, ain't no telling the thoughts of an individual grown when 90% of their life their kid was alone There was where was your mom and your mom and daddy not getting along and dating a bunch of strangers that enter your home Embracing killers because now your kid is exposed. They want to be like you So now they get to indulge the little ones see you consistently pick up the phone and you forget to set the parental controls So I like how just right there. He's just he's basically developing this scenario of like you know parents 
still trying to live their life. But he's also, I think he's also bringing to a conversation, like, how do we deal with this? We still have to live our lives as adults, but I do know how it affects the kids and how they see it and they interpret it in their point of view, which is really interesting. Also, when you're on the phone, you may not, for, you may forget you have kids. You may forget that, you know, they're in the other room listening and hearing and, and, and sponging up like a sponge, everything that you're saying. So it's really crazy. And you know, it, it, it just flows through and I can go on forever quoting everything about this song. I gave this song a five on five. There's really nothing wrong with it. Everything about this was super polished, super nice. Just the way the interlude at the end says, save the children, y'all, save the children, y'all. That was uh, sampled from Nas's 2000 hit track, I Can, which is dope because he's shouting out to old school um Old school hip hop, that was a great song. I like that song. I know I can't, I know I can't be what I wanna be, be what I wanna be. If I work hard at it, if I work hard at it. Anyway, so it's a really dope track. It's really, really dope. And I do think that this, like, everybody should just take a moment to listen to this song to really just, like, look at kids differently and really just try to be there for all children because they really go through a lot of fucked up shit. Ugh. Whew. Now. Next song, Trippy Love. Now, if anybody's watched this podcast and you know me, it's one of those songs. He is basically talking about a woman, and it's just one of those lovey, trippy type of we're gonna have fun songs. <clears throat> it's good. Uh, don't get me wrong. I know I'm kind of like patronizing it, or not patronizing, but mocking it. But like, it's just it's it's very straightforward. There was absolutely like no meat to it. The only thing I really took away from this song was that. <laughs> I didn't know if it was either like really just uh okay so the bridge starts with come get ahead of this what is it baby trippy love i took one hit two hits i'm lit you lit it true shit it's trippy love no matter how bad you are for me i want you because you think without like whatever because i can't live without you whatever <clears throat> now i didn't know if this is like so just with that you kind of feel this like context building up about how like there may be this woman and he really can't live without her but i also think it might be interpolating hip-hop or drugs and he follows suit with just taking drugs and having sex with this woman um the hook trippy love trippy love trippy love trippy love trippy love 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 trippy love okay it's great the way he does it is very um auto-tuny very wavy i want to be clear i gave this song a 4.2 just so you guys know and i'll give it to you at the end again but like i like the track but objectively i was just like why is i don't like this on the album i don't think that this really fits if this is supposed to be some type of presentation about how like people are infatuated with each other under drugs and it's just always every time they have drugs that they love each other then it's a good representation it is what it is and it's cool but for me i just was a little bit like uh like it's catchy and you can snap your fingers to it you can like you know get a little vibe to it but it's not one of the songs here that i was just like really interested in seeing uh, it's a drug, twist it up. This is verse one. It's a drug, twist it up. Get a cup, fill it up. This is us, sick as fuck, but we can't get enough. We can love, similar to trippy blood. Wrist is cut, it must 
it's a must killing us when we love just because it's a lust you make my heart so bad you make me hurt so bad but when i look at you i want you to cause i'm really numb but to hurt for the fact like it's it's it just kind of follows through and i feel like it would be good on a different project i feel like this might be something that maybe i I guess i guess this is just in line with like all the radio hits and the poppiness to it but i think this may be just better on a different project or just as a single or something just kind of loosey out there like this is something i would also make too not even to be clear not even to be like unclear like as a as chris chrome i would make a song like this too i'm not even gonna lie but it's like i guess there's just a time and an album to make it and i just wasn't really that all impressed um Come get this hit with Bitty Trippy Love and Bridge Hook Verse Two. This the this the one. Here she come. Give me some till she gone. This is done. Hit hit the front to the back. Pick her up. Then I smash. So the verse two really sets up this idea that it's actually just a woman and he's like having sex with her. But if that's the case, at a surface level, I'm like I don't care. Like and I know and I know that it's like certain people do like this song and great. I appreciate it. Cool. Whatever. But I personally just do not really care i'm just whatever so overall i'm not going to continue on so for it this song got a 4.2 on 5 and we're going to just move on from there the next track is youth in america generational hatred or secondary i'm keeping love with the gay like a secretary but when i start thinking about the way that i came up and now i look at my babies it's hella scary could it be why my parents were never married and i'm holding a grudge that i'm dead and buried because i never learned how to forgive or learn how to love or learn how to grieve so a poison i'm obsessed addicted to objects i encompass it all and can't leave it's killing us all when we're children adults can't even feel it because all we do so youth in america is actually a really interesting song the way that king iso breaks down this idea of looking after kids in the states how he kind of depicts this idea that living in the states is actually very more difficult than we anticipate it to be or that you know growing up there is not the easiest thing um just the way he starts off verse one i don't know what i'm doing lately i've been doing the most i woke up this morning and i held my children close like what am i teaching you the world is ending i don't even know how i can lead you through this war if i don't know which way to go and it's like that honesty just that that level of of trying to connect and being like look i'm lost as well and i don't know i don't know what's happening i don't know how to help is is really cool but it also shows that he's trying to learn more and he's trying to develop more on a on a on a more mature father level which i did appreciate so much from him and that was really really cool at that uh this song does really have this nice feel how you know this nice feel to it in regards to just being like more centered around the kids and less about him in the first verse like when he goes we all know the pain is hereditary the way that they raise in the necessary generational hatred is secondary i'm keeping love to the gate like a secretary but when i start thinking about the way that i came up and now i look at my babies it's hella scary could it be the way my parents were never married and i'm holding a grudge till i'm dead and buried you know it's it's showing you that like He's dealing with a lot of struggle. He's dealing with a lot of pain. He doesn't know how to let go of certain things. He doesn't know how to let go of all of these traumas and and these questions. But it also really kind of shows that he's looking at kids and he's looking back and getting these flashbacks to what, you know, maybe he dealt with 
in life and why his parents never married was it true love was it not true love and that was something that was interesting as well i did like when he went imagine getting back in the streets uh to okay see i'm balling now westbrook i was broke now i'm running up the check good but i never learned how to balance a checkbook or credit now knee deep and get look at the debt watch your step leave you breath took never learned to face my problems i left look now i jab him and i throw a left hook like the way he just plays with the syllables there and the way he just jumps around and goes which was really cool but the idea that you know yeah i'm balling i'm making money right now it's great is super cool but at the same time, he's also admitting to the fact that he's like, look, I've never actually, you know, learned how to balance a checkbook. I don't know how to budget my money. I don't know how to deal with that. So that type of honesty with learning how to finance really just shows that there may need more education. We may need more of help teaching uh, people in society how to deal with money and what taxes are, what, uh, you know, the investments are, how to calculate, how to really deal with certain things back and forth of what um you know money and finances and business really entitles to so that was something really really cool i did like how he follows up with his mother uh, kind of giving him insight on why he should be friends with women because they're really just kind of try to treat him badly and they're not really going to be there for him which also kind of shows this aspect of why he is so disconnected from women which i thought was really really cool uh, a way that he kind of broke that down so i did appreciate that from him as well um, and just the knowledge, like just the way that his mom was explaining to him, I was just like, shit, like his mom's really kind of looking out for him in today's world. So, or at least the world that he comes from. So that was something cool. Overall, I did like a 4.7 out of 5. If this seemed a little bit rushed, I'll be honest, there was an audio problem and I had to like stop and restart and I was about like two more tracks down. So, um, yeah, anyway, the four got, the track got a 4.7 out of 5 and the next track is Jealousy. Down, someone save me before I fucking hit the ground. I know what I feel is in me now. People don't feel what I feel, and that's really wild. Invisible while I'm standing right in the All right, look, I've done this once. I'm gonna do this again, but now I've calmed down. And again, like I said, there was an audio problem, so I had to restart and re video and all that shit. I hate this song. It sounds fake. It sounds phony. It doesn't sound like King Iso is actually putting in that effort into it. I'm not going to spend that much time on it this time. Honestly, I made a whole rant. I have no more energy to talk about it. Mackenzie Cole does great. I like her voice. But I think that just overall, this was something that, again, felt forced to be part of the album. It didn't feel like it had any narrative connection to what we were getting with World War Me. It's talking about being jealous of other people who are not dealing with this pain and my problem is is that hi hello you just gave us an entire album of like relatability and connections and things that we can do to move forward what are you talking about like you like we don't understand your pain we do by this point by like 18 tracks we kind of understand it yeah like I don't understand if this was I think the placement is what's pissing me off and I think that because it's on the 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 more like for me what I feel is the more deeper side of the album this doesn't seem to be deep at all it seems to be like radio bullshit and I and I just don't so that's really what I have to say about it the production was nice on it it was great the song got a 3.7 on 5 it's not really a bad mark I just don't think it's a 4 it's not something that should be part of the album I don't think that 
this should really be there and i may be shitting on it leave let me know in the comments below if i'm really just going overboard but like no it does not set properly with me on this project and it just it sounded like i was i was scrolling facebook i was checking the thing anyway i'm going on another rant so 3.7 on 5 the next track is folded flags Brings wage war, but it cost your life. Some seems ironic. I'm talking right. What we need is resources, but hog them like other people ain't worth it. We're all alike, but we bleed for that flag with a hardest spite. Until every flag in the world, all is white. Cause when I think about it, all I see is so many fighting for this country. When they die, all they send homes a folded flag. Where I'm from, the gang bang and go to war. Why because of what you wore and a folded flag. The whole world big size, they'll shoot and they'll ride and do it all just for they flag. Alright, now maybe you can say i was hating on the last track but this track is so much better just in comparison to like whatever radio poppy feel he was trying to go for and it's not because he's by himself on this it's just the energy and the and, and the track itself is just way cooler so this song is called folded flags and it's supposed to represent the idea of when soldiers go to work and uh, when soldiers go to the army and they go on to war and then they die and they come back, it's like they have the folded American flag on their on their uh, on their coffin and you know they get buried and it's the whole thing. Uh, but it's also this idea that we're all soldiers because even gang members who wear folded flags who are dying also have that same representation. They die for their color, they die for their country, they die for their flags, they die for certain things. And I really like the layers that he's really giving to us in this track and I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, the pre-chorus starts off with so many fighting for this country. When they die, all they send homes uh, are folded flags. When I'm home, the gang bang and go to war all because of what you wore and the folded flags. So the idea of like, there's this idea of folded flags with the American army or just armies in general. When you die and you come home, you have that folded flag on your coffin, like I was saying. But then he's also interpolating the gang aspect of folding your flag and representing your color, just like how the military or like the, the soldiers at war would be representing their country, which I thought was also really, really cool as well. They'll ride and do it all just for the flag, but I'm just like you, no red, no blue. We can all wear a soldier rag. I like how he's taking out his uh, gang membership and being like, I'm nothing now. Like, I, we can just be soldiers. Like, we're just, we're all just grouped under one. Uh, the chorus is really smooth, and he comes in like, I see folded flags on doorsteps. I've uh, folded flags from your set, folded flags from war vets, folded flags bring war. Yeah, folded flags on doorsteps, folded flags from, yeah, folded flags from ISO. And it's just really cool how he's connecting these different ideas with this folded flag. I thought that was interesting. Um, and then, you know, he comes in, instead of living our lives now worried about other scene rappers ended by signs, symbols, and color schemes, mindset caved in. They don't know what to think. The allegory category, they don't even know what it means. I like how he's bringing up this idea that rappers are, are, are trying to be gang members. They're trying to connect with certain things. I think that's what he's saying here. And he's like, they're like connecting with symbols and colors that they may not truly understand. Uh, def uh, deafening definition and tell them a bunch of things here we are in our we in our heads but head the one that leads mirror a nightmare we married but what's a ring merely homie barely life's just but a dream and i like what he's saying here in terms of like everything you kind of do is so temporary that like it feels like a dream it's never very permanent so watch what you're doing 
Um, and, you know, it really flows through nicely. I like how another point in the first verse, he goes, Crips bang the left, Bloods bang the other thing, folks on the left wing, folks on the other wing, fighting to stay afloat. It's plain they've come to see. The land should change gears to flourish abundantly, aggregating the culture, planting a bunch of seeds, all about self-hatred, difference. Difference is what it breeds. I say self because we're all one to some degree. We fall out under arms, then aim my gun and squeeze. And I like what he's saying here. How it's like there's just violence everywhere. There's people on one side, people on the other. But at the end of the day, we're all just one thing at the same time. It's like we're all dealing with the same shit. I don't know why we have to battle each other and fight each other on what's really happening. Um, you know, and flows through. And then we get up with the pre-chorus again and then the chorus. And something that I liked in verse 2 was homies in the hood be packing military issue. PTSD, we got military issues. Wishing that I could bring my dogs back. Rocking so many dog tags. They be like, you got a cemetery with you. That's interesting the way he's kind of bringing that up. Like, I'm still staying loyal to my homies and I can't let them go. So I wear that dog tag and it's like the cemetery. Like, just all the dead homies around there. That's That was crazy. Soldiers ain't returning to the chicks they married. Cat can't call them troops on trial that's the dig the dignitaries is true we have we wave and salute because it's brave what we do but some of them only wave and preliminary get through and it's like it's just crazy again more layered of these bars understanding that like people are dying there's wars there's 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 crimes there's gang violence and a loss just really happening all the kids been called to duty by the on the Fortnite hearing far cries which is cool because call of duty is a game Fortnite's a game far cries a game funny how the minecrafts the art of war do not lie troops have gone mres we tack roman empires more game references minecraft art of war roman empire uh, substance to the substance on the top ramen put me in your top five i got the feeling that if i die it will literally stop time sure any minute i can go so i so gotta give you this what i jot lines and you know it's just more of that interconnected flowingness i thought it was really great it really suits the beat i really thought it was a nice way to come back into that energy i gave this a 4.5 on 5 the next track is thank you and it's a skit and to think after all this all this time i've been battling and warring with myself it wasn't me that i actually wanted to kill i guess but i guess it's a part of me that's all i got for therapy today thanks for listening so this skit is kind of i guess like supposed to close up the album he kind of just says thank you and finishes off this like therapy session that we've been getting from him uh it's really nice it's really short uh it sets up the next track technically again he kind of admits that like part of this uh part of this whole session is that he's been trying to kill a part of himself that's something that he learned that he doesn't want to kill all of himself just the part that he may not be able to deal with or whatnot which i thought was cool i thought it was really interesting uh but yeah there's really not much to say it's really just straightforward and uh yeah so i gave this a four on five i thought it was cool the way it, it connected with the track i thought it was cool how it kind of finishes up the album and then we get to the final track which is uh adicious adicious i can't speak Oh, I'm a boy with all the words of me Said I'm wide, 
Now this song uh, actually wraps up the album really well. I think it may have been cooler if maybe he just like put it before the thank you and just like ended it on this in terms or maybe just cut out the skit and just put this at the end of this song. But this song kind of just is the deeper follow up to him killing, trying to kill a part of him and the consequences of what's really going on. But I like how he's speaking out to everybody. He's trying to speak out for everybody who's kind of dealing with this. So sometimes you got to talk for the ones who ain't here. So I'm going to talk for them. I never wanted to kill myself, just end a part of me. And never got a chance to heal myself. So it's a part of me. It's me if you're wondering who I am at war with. Old version of me sitting by dormant and bleeds all over me. If you haven't realized by now that it was him he's at war with, I highly suggest you check up on something because it was pretty clear. I So I don't know why you had to address that. Like, yeah, I kind of figured out it was you. Sorry, it's your album. Just saying. Now, all that, I do like how he's just kind of talking and, and, and having this like, this like just honesty that he's just trying to get over this darkened demonic feeling that he has in this uh the bridge comes in there's no tourniquet available a bandage that will make it go it's sleeping through my pores. it's seeping through my pores until i drown it's unescapable it's deep getting hard to breathe suffocated by anxiety who do i who do i not try to be but the hell lied to me because i don't think that i can be free when the doctor said speak i said I just never wanted to kill myself. I just ended a part of me. And he goes back into the hook, which is really dope. And he's building up again this context in the bridge. But like the verse and the verses themselves really are just. I, there's nothing really against. I feel really deep. It's just kind of straightforward. The pressure builds. I can't blame my peers. I look in the mirror just to face my fears. Most most deaf need support. Can't uh, most deaf need support? Can they not hear? Most deaf shout out cool. When you could when your criteria is you can't cry tears. That will I am that got shake my sphere. I like that will I am shout out as well. Face to face with the king gave my lear blood sh bloodshed and van gogh i gave my ear which was really also cool and now i mutant shapeshift and change my gears i made me a monster that stays right here a prison inside of me gave my years and he just kind of goes through now i don't know if this is like maybe a connection to hip-hop and now he deals with the hip-hop personality but it is just kind of overall just him again more expressing what he's been dealing with throughout this whole album uh, just erasing a part of that a part that is within kamikaze and part maybe within I don't know I just thought that I'd sit with suicide not call it audacious because I just never wanted to kill myself and he just kind of goes through and then you get the the bridge and it's one big verse but like it's more just to kind of together bring the song all together as one and I thought it was just really really cool um yeah not really much to say about it either i think again it would have been awesome if he just put this track like that and then uh put the thank you after this to kind of end it but it is what it is i gave this song a 4.215 now to wrap up this album yes i know there's a secret part but i'll get to it in a minute 
to wrap up this album, I entirely gave this project a 4.27 on 5. I highly like it. I really think that there's a lot to it. I've been bumping it all day, even in between breaks of recording this. I also, like, I'm going to be playing this for the next couple of days as well during quarantine. Hope all you are doing well in the quarantine. Let me know in the comments what you're up to, how's it going. I also want to talk to you guys on Twitter, maybe start some, like, quarantine daily things or whatnot. We got some stuff in the talks for that. But, like... It's really, really dope. This album is really super cool. I really, really did appreciate it. I like all the production, the rhyming and everything. Except for that one fucking song. Honestly, take Jealousy off this project and it's getting a higher mark. Down pat. Like, just that's that's all I have to say. Um, now, with that, I think everybody should take a look at it. I feel like King Iso is highly underrated. More people should be checking them out. I think that there should be more uh, songs with Tech 9 and King Iso available, just putting them more on the map. I appreciate everybody from Strange Music, but King Iso's really got some flair and talent to him and just some flips ups, flip ups that I really do appreciate and I want more from. So please give us more music, give us more singles, give us more albums. I'm going to highly review them all the time, all the time. Again, the album is a 4.27 on 5. Uh, before I let you go, though, there was an al another track that's still part of the album, but it's not on the album on Spotify, and it's not on the album on YouTube playlist unless it's like added by somebody special. So I did uh, take a chance to review it, uh, and it also has a, a, an artist that I really haven't heard from in a long time that I've appreciated. So I went decided to give you a moment and take a look at the secret song called Speed of Darkness featuring C Mob and Chris Calico. Like and I know it's gonna come and go regardless. It can make a love get to feeling heartless. Take a minute trying to find out when it's orbit. Homie, this what happens when you be hit with the speed of darkness. Don't even try it. Close your eyes. Just lay back and be quiet. So personally, I don't actually know why the song's not on the album. It's pretty dope. I mean, it doesn't really seem to fit a lot of what like i guess the war with him but i think that if you put this on the first part with a lot of like the tech with the tech nine feature there and just the other like chop liver and being like better rappers this would suit nicely um i like this and it's just them having fun really uh so it starts off scientists determined that dark matter should have a speed of 54 meters per second or 177 feet sometimes it can seem faster than the speed of light and then king iso just comes in and kills it and Really, there's not much to this track actually in terms of depth, but I was really hyped to see C Mob on it, so I decided to go through it. Uh, King Iso goes, "Hey, you ever heard? You ever heard it? Then when you was bra back bracken, when they stacking, nothing happened, and you killing them. Your energy was all the way together. You ain't even got a problem, and don't mention them. I was talking good to be feeling you feeling, so the paranoia really comes, and he really just goes through, displaying more of that." trickery energy take a shot of the gin and then maybe buy me a lithium take time like an interim aiming hollow at him enter them baby baby i'm gonna get rid of them satan got me shin sinning them maybe not by the feel like still more of that epic feel and i just like how he goes through and it's really crazy then we get onto the pre-chorus which is chris Ke which is uh king iso and i know it's gonna come it's gonna come and go regardless it can make a lover get to the fearing heartless take a minute trying to find a way to solve it homie this is what happens when you've been hit with the speed of darkness okay there could have been something else you could use but whatever sure uh, and then Chris Calico comes in and does a really great job. Don't even try it. Close your eyes. Just lay back and be quiet, so no one can so no one can deny it. It's so loud now and make them be silent. Silent. Look like I do too much. They know too much. Light it up. Do too much. You think they've been fit and lock you up? No way to deny it. They go night night. So don't even fight it. But the way Chris Calico does it is so great. 
Uh, again, King Iso comes back in. I like what he does here. I've adopted a notion of prepare for the worst, y'all. I've dr I was dropped in the ocean. I wasn't scared. I can surf dog. Lately, I'm feeling so sick, but the cure is right there. When we when the work off, I'm objective in motion. I'm aware of the third law, and more of just that type of going through. So it's really dope. It's really tight. Chris Calico comes in and does this thing, but C Mob comes in, and I was really just I wasn't like super impressed and like oh my god, but it was really nice to just see C Mob when he goes in and goes. When the darkness comes, do your heart get numb? Do you start to fight? Uh, do you shake like Parkinson's? Do you start to run? Do you bark or bite? They can hide away. They can try to play in the dark apart from light. They can ride a wave, turn the brightest day into the darkest night. They le treats lay, bring stress days towards your blessed way. Lay days, hella vex pay, no respect, a just pray. F just pray, find a beast way to leave dismay. Links by they, instead of SK. And no, he just flows through just everything what I really appreciated from c mob and i just really like this track and i thought i wanted to just share that with you guys so thank you for putting up with me on that and uh yeah overall this song got a 4.4 on 5 i really enjoyed it i thought it was really cool i thought it should have been part of the album i didn't grade it part of the album i just left it for what it was on spotify what was released again the album itself got a 4.27 on 5 i think it was really great i think everybody should take a moment to listen to this project if you want to get like for me, if you really want to get a real depth and look into King Iso, check this check this project out and just really listen to what he has to say. It's really dope. Uh, I don't know about his older tracks, but again, I'll figure that out one day. I'll go back and listen to some of this stuff. Thank you so, so much, so much, guys, for everything, for sticking with me with these two parts. It's been very long. It's been 23 tracks in total. Um, thank you so much for everything and just having the discussions with me in the comments. Hopefully, we can get to talking and being able to uncover more about King Iso and just build a little community like that. This is really what I want to do here at the Headspace Podcast. Thank you again. This was episode 161, World War Me, King Iso Part 2. I was your host, Chris Chrome. Uh, take a moment to say thank you so much to the Patreons, Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, DJ Black Hurricane Scribble, Jonathan Barnes, Lindo Williams. Did I get everybody? Okay. And yeah, they help us on Patreon. They follow us. They have a little bit of a force in our hands to uh, decide what we what we get to do during the um, during the uh, podcast. They kind of let us know what albums they want to do. So if you want to check that out, hit us up on Patreon. Again, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. Uh, what we can discuss about and what you feel about King Iso. He's one of my really great artists. I'm really appreciative of, of this project and I really like it. So either than that, I'm rumbling now. Thank you. There's going to be more videos to come. We got bonuses happening apparently and there's just more things happening. So thank you once again for sticking with me through the Headpaste podcast and have yourself a wonderful quarantine. Bye.